This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Your hosts, Kate Constable and Cameron Smith. Cam, we're not going to waste any time here. Not every day you get to talk to who we're about to talk to. Yeah. Very excited. So we're going to bring him in. Steve Spagnolo, Chiefs uh, defensive coordinator, four-time Super Bowl winning ooh, defensive coordinator. Ooh, man. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time to jump on with us today. This is awesome for us to be able to talk to you. Has it sunk in yet that you've won back-to-back Super Bowl titles and your third in four years? Five years. <laughs> Pretty amazing. I appreciate you having me on. Um, no, I'm not sure it has completely sunk in yet, but... We're, we're trying to enjoy it as much as we can because we know it doesn't happen too often, but it's really a special, special, special time, special win. Coach, have you uh, fought for your right to party yet? Or, <laughs> you know, is the party still going on for you? <laughs> I heard the uh, the intro there, and there's nothing like listening to Travis's voice talking about the uh, fight for the right to party. I, well, my wife and I are just relaxing a little bit, but I tell you, when you go through the grind of that season, um, you need some time. So we've gotten a little bit of downtime, which is great. What can you say about just this defense that has been so special for your team? Um, you're talking about the youngest defense in the NFL and just how you guys are able to hold down your end of the football throughout the regular season, but then also turn up your play in the playoffs. So how impressed were you with your players and what you guys were able to execute throughout this Super Bowl run? Yeah, it was pretty special, uh, guys. They, I tell you, it's a, it was a unique group of, of guys, um, and a special group of assistant coaches. I think that goes unnoticed way too often. I mean, you know, sometimes the coordinator gets too much credit and too much blame or whatever, but I think it takes a whole group of guys. We, had a, we have a great staff, uh, defensive staff. And our players, I've said this before with other people that I've talked to since the game, but this was the highest number of high IQ players that I had the privilege of working with. And when you have guys like that that – they love football. They love to work at it, and they're really smart. You can do some things, and we were able to be a little bit more multiple than in years past because because of that. And I think all the credit goes to, you know, the coaches that taught them what we were putting together and the players and how they embraced it. It was just really, really cool. Coach, uh, to Cam's question, like during the regular season, you've had a great defense, but it seems like in the postseason, you always take it up a notch, and that's even against the top quarterbacks in the league and the other top teams. What are you doing differently when you get to the postseason to have the type of success that you guys have been able to have? Yeah, I tell you, the thing you do, you know what you do, do, Kate, is you you keep it the same. And we we pretty much stayed in the same routine um, that we had had all year long, and it was successful then, and so it was like, why not change? And I tell you the other thing, too, is – what we're you know fortunate to have now after being on this kind of five-year run and have a head coach who knows exactly what you're headed for, you're able to teach these guys that haven't been through it before. But not only that, but we have players here that have been here for the five years and knew exactly what to expect. So I think the preparation for these games was really on point because of guys that we had, the experience we had, guys like Patrick and Travis and Chris Jones and guys that have kind of been through the war, LJ Sneed. And, you know, we did have a young defense, but it's funny. 
these guys were a bunch of these guys were rookies last year, so they did have the experience of going through the playoff run a year ago, and I think all that helped. And that secondary really stepped up and showed up and showed out in the playoffs, Coach. They and did. we know that the league is a passing league, but when you face off against teams like Miami and Buffalo and Baltimore, and then you finish things up with the 49ers, how special was that secondary, like guys like LJ Sneed and Trent McDuffie, to really make sure that things were cut off to a certain extent with the passing game with the opposition? Yeah, there's, there's nothing like, listen, when you have cover guys, like we have with Trent, Mel J, and Josh uh, Williams, uh, Jalen Watson, you know, our safeties on the back end, Justin Reed and Mike Edwards, and a bunch of others, Tamari Connor, who's really young. You know, when, you, when you're calling a game defensively and, and you have the trust that those guys, no matter what you call, are going to cover, uh, that's kind of a nice, that's a nice thing to have because I've been on teams and because you can't have all that talent all the time where you have to be careful what you call or what you do because you don't want to put those guys on an island. Um, but it wasn't that way this year. We had tremendous confidence in them. And it was one of the reasons why during this particular game, you know, we played a lot of, a little bit of zone early in the game. And I thought Brock Purdy played a great game and had some really good throws. But we, we switched a little bit to man coverage in the second half. I thought that helped us. And that was because of the trust we had in those guys you're talking about. Talking with Steve Spagnolo, Chiefs defensive coordinator and four-time Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, coach Patrick Mahomes, uh, is he the best quarterback that you have ever seen? Well, listen, I, I, you know, I've been blessed to co coach against some good ones and uh, be on some teams with some good players. But Patrick's special. I mean, I, you know, it's like, you know, you get to overtime and you don't want to give up any points, obviously. Uh, but as they drove the ball there in overtime and we knew there was a chance that they would kick a field goal, you still just said to yourself, if we could just hold them to a field goal, we have Patrick Mahomes and we always got a chance of winning. And sure enough, I mean, it's exactly what he did. But I think we're all better coaches and better players on this team because Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. No, no doubt on that, Coach. Um, when you look at just entering the playoffs and really throughout the season because there are a lot of uh, naysayers out there with this Kansas City team in terms of what you guys could be when you look at just the struggles that you had throughout the season. But did you use that as motivation during your run through the regular season? And once you knew when you were in the playoffs and you got past Miami that everybody was going to be in trouble because everything was trending the right way on both sides of the football. Yeah, I, I mean, I do think the the bumps that we uh, had along the way during the season, we started out pretty good and then we kind of hit a rough spell. There. I, I do think that it molded us as a team. I think the guys came together. You know, sometimes when you get knocked down a little bit like that, you come back up a little bit stronger. And, again, I keep going back to, uh, you know, Andy Reid. I mean, he's, you know, we've all been through these things before. And when you have that kind of leadership and the, the guy at the top who never wavers, I mean, he's rock solid. He never gets too, 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 never gets too high, never gets too low. And that consistency that he shows every day, I think, filters through the team. And I think that more than anything kept us on, on cue. And then I go back to the experience we have in that locker room and the leaders. And when we were finally had made the playoffs, um, I think all those guys knew exactly what it took. And I think that showed up in the four games we played. Coach, speaking of leaders, uh, Chris Jones, a huge leader on your defense. What is yeah. his current status? Is he going to be back next <laughs> year in the red and yellow? What can you tell us? <laughs> I sure hope so. I mean, that's a little bit uh, that's out of my realm here. You know, Brett Beach and his crew will be handling that. But I think that I think both parties involved. I mean, want it to happen, but you know, it, things get tricky at times. And um, you know, we're we're hopeful certainly that things will get worked out in another week or so, or whatever whatever the timing is. I think it's next week or two weeks from now. 
uh, hopefully I'll, I'll get that. But we have, you know, we have a number of players in the same situation. And, you know, one of the things you realize in this league is very rarely from season to season does it ever stay the same, like the room that you're addressing or teaching or coaching. Um, we know there's going to be changes. I just hope there's not that many. But it is the NFL, and, and you know, people do change teams. But we're hopeful that a lot of these guys can stay with us. And with that being said, Coach, what's the next step? for this defense coming into next season. Mm. Obviously, you have one of the youngest, if not the youngest defense in the NFL and one of the best defenses in the league led by you. Is there something that this team and that side of the football can really improve upon to make you even scarier as a defensive unit for next season? Well, I mean, the first step is trying to keep as many of those guys <laughs> we were just talking about who are free. Um, so that'll be step one, like every year, and then and then as you do every year, we'll add a few pieces. I mean, we were, I mean, our personnel staff did a great job last year in identifying uh, Charles Amenehu, Drew Tranquil, Mike Edwards, were three guys that we brought in in free agency um, that I thought helped us out tremendously defensively. And you know, Brett Veach and his crew have found a way every year uh, to add some pieces. So hopefully, we'll do that once we kind of you know. And then we have the draft, and once we know what we have. That's when we'll, I mean, we'll never venture too far away from what we are philosophically. And, I mean, the defense won't change too much. But just like last year, when we, once we knew we had, you know, another, an extra linebacker and a safety that we could do some things with, we, we, we did some things we didn't do the previous year. So that's kind of the fun part of it, you know, is putting together a, a whole new group of guys, a whole new defense. That's what the OTAs are for. Uh, and hopefully we can uh, play good enough defense to let Patrick do his thing. I mean, that's really our, our motto is, you know, keep as many points off the board as possible and then get the ball back to Patrick as much as we can. Let him do his thing. How does seeing Mahomes in practice every day impact your defense and how you're able to stop yeah. other quarterbacks being you're going up against the best almost every day? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, and I think we benefit from that. I mean, not just Patrick, but the – the offense as a whole, because, you know, Andy and the, the offensive coaches are pretty complex. They're very multiple. I think because we see a lot of different things from them that, you know, generally when we go into a game, there isn't something that we haven't had to defend before just going against our own offense. The only thing we don't see a lot of is one place. You know, our offense doesn't run the ball too much. Um, but I think going against uh, top-level elite players on offense certainly gets us better every week, certainly in training camp, OTAs. And the competition out there is tremendous. I mean, these guys, when they get to this level, they're all great competitors, and they're like razzing each other, and I think we all get better doing it. All right, Coach. Now, I'm not sure if you've seen the iconic Michael Jordan picture where he has his uh, hand on his face and he has his six rings on his finger. <laughs> have, have you ever thought about maybe taking one of those pictures now that you've won your fourth Super Bowl and your third in the last five years? Because I think the people, especially Chiefs fans, they need, need to, to see, see that, that side by side. we got to have that, Coach. Come on now. <laughs> that would be a nice, that would be a cool picture. It's funny. Uh, I, 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 cannot, I can count on one hand, the number of times you end up wearing those rings, they end up in a safety deposit box for <laughs> most of the year. And, you know, and then you, because you don't want to lose them and you're worried about I guess every once in a while you might wear it at a bank or whatever. But listen, I would say this, uh, and I, I love, I mean, I'm blessed to have been on some teams that we end up winning Super Bowls, but it's the relationships that you really value. Um, and it was really cool. It was about three, four years ago. Uh, you know, for longer than that, maybe six six years ago, I was with I had my second stick, uh, stint back with the Giants, and it happened to 
coincide with the 10th year anniversary of the first Super Bowl we won in 07 with the Giants. It, 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 actually, it's 2017. And what was really neat is to come back and see all those guys at a reunion of the, you know, 10 years early we won a Super Bowl together and just to cherish the moments and the memories you have. And I look forward to that with these that we have just recently won because that's, that's what I kind of cherish. All right, Coach, million-dollar question for you. Have you met Taylor Swift? <laughs> did me. I did. Uh, my wife and I after the uh, Super Bowl, just real quick, because there are too many people around, so it was just a quick low, and and that was it. But that's it's a pretty neat thing. I, I mean, people ask questions about. It. I don't I don't know much about the music, but I know she must be pretty good because a lot of people like her. I think I think she's okay <laughs> at what she does. Uh, what say. was what was her impact on uh, Chiefs Kingdom like? You know, I don't. I'm not sure. I'm a good person to ask that question. You know, one thing about coaching, you know, as the as you're in the middle of the season, the grind, you get behind those four walls and then out on the field. I, I don't get a real good feel. Um, but I think, it, I think it was all good for the league. I mean, I think notoriety is great. Um, and I know Travis always had a smile on his face. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, Coach. Now, here's a, another tough question for you. If you could uh, choose one of those Super Bowl teams that, you know, stands out more than the rest. I know when, when this question is being asked to coaches and players, they're like, you know, it's like picking your favorite kid or something like that. But yeah, where does this, this Chief, Chiefs team rank among the other Super Bowl teams that you've been a part of, especially when it comes to being the defensive coordinator on your list? Yeah, you know, they're unique in every way. I mean, you know the patent and the answer for that, and it's the truth. And the one that feels special is the one you're in the middle of right now. I mean, uh, but I would say this. They all they all have a common thread, and that's high-character people um, with with people that enjoy being around each other. There's, a, there's love in that locker room, and I know we use that word real loosely, but it's true uh, in the closeness that you feel. And I go back to the relationships that we were just talking about, and they're all unique, and every, and, and every one of them, all, all four of them have been special. Um, still keep in contact with the, the guys with the Giants, the 2019 team we had in Kansas City, and then, of course, these two uh, teams we've had back-to-back years in, but all, all very, very special in their own way. Well, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. We really appreciate it. And congrats on your fourth Super Bowl uh, championship this year. Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate you having me on. My pleasure. You guys take care. We got to get that picture, Coach, of that Michael Jordan pose (laughs) with those rings on, man. Come on now. (laughs) I'll have to get that done somewhere along the way, right? (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you. That's Steve Spagnuolo, Chiefs Defensive Coordinator and Super Bowl champion. Awesome, awesome. That's royalty right That is. That's NFL royalty. It really is. That's how zoned in coaches are when you ask them about Taylor Swift. He's like, like, I don't know. I have no idea what the effect was. The entire world is is exploding over this, and he's like, I'm locked in on the next game. i got to figure out how to slow down the 49ers (laughs) offense at Brock Purdy. I'm thinking about Taylor Swift right now. Oh, you love to see it all right quick break we'll be back taking a look at the nba slate for tonight stick with us here in the better angle